Hello everyone, my name is Damilare and welcome to Tech Bytes, produced by TechNext and with me of course is Iberi, I will not be doing this alone, so hi Iberi. Hi Dami, how are you doing? I'm good, the week has been interesting. Uh, this week has been like one of the longest weeks that we've had. Oh long? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been quite long, uh, also if you are online, it's been, you know, mixed experience because mm. lots of news here and there good yeah, bad all of that all of that and you know we'll be having an interesting conversation today on revitalizing Nigerian teenagers to you know, become techies and have skills that they can use for themselves in the future i would of course be speaking with an expert who would be taking us through this is a seasoned and experienced person and it should really, really be an interesting conversation. So you should wait for that part. Uh, also, right before we go into it, don't forget this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Sinoa. All right. So last week, last episode, we mentioned Sinoa and how they've come into the Nigerian market and Nigerians can utilize them. And it is good to know that it seems Nigerians actually like the app because. It has surpassed 50k users in Nigeria wow. and with like a 4.7 rating on, on App Store, which is really great. So lots of Nigerians are using Sinoa. And what are you waiting for? Go on to your App Store, your Play Store and download the Sinoa app so that you can start using digital dollars for everyday use in Nigeria and you know for every other thing that you need to use it for. Alright, now that we have that out of the way, let's discuss the news that made the headlines in the tech space this week. Ibri, yeah, so um, I think just a few days ago, there was this trend of um, payday. I don't know why anytime we hear payday online, it's really not a good news. I mean, that over comes the last few months. Yes, I think the only good news that we heard was when they made a partnership with Starlink. Starlink. Yeah, so Nigerian fintech payday <laughs> is looking to sell the company six months after raising three million dollars. So payday CEO Favor Ori has confirmed on uh, in a tweet that the company is actively looking for a buyer six months after raising three million dollars in a seed round led by Money Points. So in March, one publication reported that Money Points was in discussion to buy payday. And but you know there was no update after that, and now we are seeing that the company is looking to you know sell, and that's not just the only news. There've been a lot of other details inside the news, like fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, per it's, month. So they said the CEO was paying himself fifteen k per month. Although he said, although he, he said it was just for like three for like months three or months. so, but bro, fifteen k. <laughs> okay. And this was even after they said a slash. Um, the, some employees' salary, and then all of a sudden, his payday is more than our own payday. His payday is people's <laughs> perceived funds that they raise, like or, or more like a quarter revenue. Yeah. Like it's it was really really interesting. There are also other allegations that both he and his co-founder are mm. uh, um, still employed at other international companies till date. Yes, so yes. payday is more or less like a side gig for him. And earning 15k from it, that's bro is living the dream. Although he said that he he invested over 100k of his money into yeah, the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 
is that what is expected because you have an idea and you want to start it i mm. don't know but mm. that's like basic isn't it it's just but oh well that's 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 one of the things that has trended this week this and there week. were lots of conversations online and you know you can check out this and more on tech next on our yeah. website technext24.com so yeah another story that's trended was uh, i don't know metaverse metaverse seemed to be going into extinction in in one way or the other so such query related to metaverse has dropped by 71 percent i know <laughs> it's just i just really feel for meta like the that was what i was <laughs> going to say like the the company before I they changed the their, their names meta. to meta because they had big why dreams. they had really big dreams for metaverse and I don't know. I mean, they said in 2022, September 2022, it spiked up to like 90 over 100 mark on Google's trend um, this in results. And now it has fallen to 71. Okay, so uh, we're talking about AI, how AI has, you know, taken the first position now in this emerging technologies and the trends. <laughs> and I just want to know what would come after we AI just die after like few say few months. No, you might have. And then a new one will come and resurrect and be the in thing. It might just be like that. Because okay. now everybody's pumping money to AI tools. Everybody's cybersecurity. Yes. Okay. Cybersecurity can be the next thing. Mm. Everybody's Everybody pumping money to cyber. all of this. And the interesting part is all these. Maybe not. Maybe not. Talk. All these people <laughs> online. When it was blockchain, they were blockchain experts, blockchain, everything. When it became NFT, they were NFT bros, NFT ads. Yeah. When it became, we tried that one again, Metaverse, mm. they were like proponents, the biggest guy. Now that it's AI, they are AI gurus. So it's like, it's like, the, it's like their role is seasonal, so they move mm. with the trend. Mm. <laughs> That's very interesting. <laughs> but I mean, still talking about trends, Google has been sued. Um, Google Map has been sued after it allegedly directed a father returning from his daughter's birthday to a collapsed bridge. I mean, it's not the first time we are seeing Google Map misdirecting somebody to somewhere that ah, there I is no always, land or anything I like that. I would always have a story for days. <laughs> <laughs> so the family of a North Carolina uh, man is suing Google for negligence after he tragically lost his life, you know, crashing into a creek below of a collapsed bridge and according to a post on facebook by his mother-in-law neither the destroyed bridge nor the road leading to it was displayed on the map and facebook has stated that you know it it is currently working to provide accurate routing information on the map and you know reviewing this lawsuit i mean like even here in nigeria that google map will carry you one way to one way like you're there it was a particular time like like it was like two years ago mm. there about i went to a place in lagos and you know it was me now we won shall shall went <laughs> thinking that when we're done with what we're doing we went to a, an art gallery when we're yeah. done we would come out according to google to the restaurant in front of the place mm. except the restaurant is inside the place where they sell tire <laughs> I don't know till today, and it still shows that there's a restaurant there. And it's just I mean, in my street, Google Map always shows that there's a road, and there's a building there. Like there is no road. The building, the road has has ended, 
and it always shows like these boat drivers and everybody and they like they take that route only for them to see that there is no road there they do that every like, time i just like often it's hard i mean like it, it might be very difficult to get all the routes but the major ones are something that they really need to focus yeah, actually on. They even put many drivers in debt because oftentimes they tell them, oh, mm. it's a two-lane, you can yeah. go ahead. But you get there and... Lasma is not... Lasma is not buying it. You're not buying it. Yeah, so speaking about that, X, Twitter, I mean, X, any one of them that you feel comfortable Your saying, <laughs> is looking to discontinue Circle by October 31st, 2023. So circle is like that feature that you know just you and your close friends can just mingle and you know get to know each other just share private conversations something there and x is looking to disable it um you know just leaving users with a significant change in how they can share content on the platform so by october 31st in 23 twitter or x users will no longer have the option to restrict their posts to a personally curated circle of friends and um, you know people are saying that maybe it's twitter's way to open or to push the narrative of a public oriented platform but what were they thinking when they created it in the first place and now they are discontinuing is it like not paying off or you know, sometimes mm. so i mean twitter is saying oh they want people to be more open so that when mm-hmm. you tweet things you actually can give it to everyone right mm-hmm. like it's not like you're having private conversations on Twitter. If you want to do that, do it in your DMs mm. and all of that. That's what Twitter is saying. But I think many people actually use Seku. I've never used it before, but it before. I know lots of people actually did use it. So, oh well, now that it's getting discontinued, the only other options you have if you want to still tweet or talk with people personally is maybe create a group mm. or make your account private and only ensure that the people, people following that, yeah. you are the people you want to tweet to so i mean like everything's just for elon Musk. everything's try and error yeah something sticks some things don't and, and i feel like i feel like he's someone that if he gets bored of something he just so now it. gets bored yeah he just <laughs> scrap it off <laughs> and let's move on the other thing uh yeah so the other news that we have is ncc is looking to introduce new numbering scheme for fixed telephone lines Nigerian Communication Communication Commission has instructed or has introduced a new numbering scheme with a 02 prefix for fixed telephone lines in Nigeria. So in a statement they made, uh, the altercation means that Nigerian fixed line numbering format has transitioned from 8 digits to 10 digits, adding the 02 prefix before the existing fixed number. Although this is not going to affect, you know, mobile uh, phone numbers, but this will take effect from January 1st, 2024. I mean, like, fixed... I, I don't want to... Uh, maybe because I'm a Gen Z, I don't really know who still uses this. Fixed tele... No, people actually do use it. Companies, majorly. Companies, yeah. um, businesses. Government houses, I feel like. Mm, yeah, use yeah. It. So, those so, those O1 scenes, yeah. that. people still use them. I mean, it's really not... Our, what they decide to do with it. I really don't want to know that if it's five numbers or ten numbers, all of that. It's mostly like customer customer care agencies mm-hmm. that would, you know. Need so to instead of O one, it to be beginning with O two now. Zero two rather. It's so like zero two. Mm. Mm, they should do what what they feel is best. <laughs> this is not really 
I mean, this, 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 this is, this is. I've not. I don't think they've done any improvement to these fixed telephone lines in like the last few years. So it might just be a new one for them, and let's just see how it plays out at the end of the yeah, day. Sure. You know? The last thing they want to do is to change mobile phones, phone, phone formats from the normal zero eight zero to something. Two when it brought zero nine zero, we we just we swallowed it in zero seven zero. We swallowed it in. They should never bring zero nine one two. <laughs> they should not bring anything other than that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's just it for the news session. And um, as Dami said earlier, we have a guest with us that's going to talk about you know transitioning Nigerian teenagers to techies. And with us, first of all, I'm just going to do a little introduction of uh, you know who our guest is our guest is Abali Johnson he's the chief executive of Lightfield House International and lead consultant he's also the president of the consortium the consortium is the community of young professionals who collaborate and share resources to help raise the next generations of leaders in Nigeria and he's the founder of the Smarten House if you've not been online and you've not heard about the Smarten House the conversations surrounding tech bros um, converting yeah, old boys to tech bros and all of that whole you know gist if you've missed it well you have the pleasure to you know listen to this and just hear from you know the founder himself and the gap year program is a talent pipeline accelerator that identifies exceptional talents from post high second school seniors and inducts them into the house uh, after eight after an eight week smart and crucible program so yeah, Johnson Avali, it's very good to have you with us. Yeah, thank you very much. Happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, great work you're really doing at the Southern House. Yeah, we're just doing our bit for the champion. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I, I, I know I've been saying I was going to come, and I'm going to try my best to come this week. I'm not going to miss out. I really wanted to come for the, I mean, the the induction, the graduation that they had, but. Uh, Let's just see how it goes this week. But it's very good to have you with us here. Thank you. Yeah. So we're just going to start, you know, the question. Um, what inspired you to start the Smart and House <coughs> project? And how do you come up with that idea to, te- to teach tech skills to individuals who are, you know, vulnerable to legal activities? Youths and teenagers uh, in general. Yeah, you know, the Smart and House... Uh, started off in 2020 as an intervention during the lockdown period where the uh, COVID-19 necessitated the school lockdown. And so we started this virtual learning community called the WhatsApp School. And uh, we had over 4,000 young people, mostly from public schools, who participated. And after 16 weeks, we identified 200 young people of them um, who we eventually organized into this Martin Academy at the time. It was inaugurated by the then Commissioner of Education, Lego State, um, Mrs. Adifisayo Olajani. So, um, so fast forward three years afterwards, we decided it was time to pivot into a more strategic stake because we have built such a robust uh, network of professionals were happy to support these young people. And so we started what we call the Eight Weeks Crucible last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way it works is you identify 
some of the young people who meet the criteria we're looking for and then they come into a residential program for eight weeks where they learn soft skills they build leadership skills and of course we build them around certain tech skills and the goal is those who do exceptionally well and graduate with what we call the silver score uh, become inducted into the smart house so the smart house now matches them with um, professionals who now support their growth process. So around these core skills that they have built, this could end up with internship, even with employment, as the case may be. Uh, but the idea is to equip them with tools that help them have options for the future and steer them away from the path of crime. Um, the other the other part of your question, um, when you asked about how we came around the idea of um, you see, a lot of young people are vulnerable to a lot. Um, the subsect of the youth population that we are targeting are those who are from low-income areas, impoverished households, but they're exceptionally brilliant. Now, those are the kinds of kids that if they go into scam, they become absolutely deadly. Yeah, because they they already have what it takes these are smart kids some of them even did very well in school but coming out of school realizing that the opportunities are not there some of them are, are not able to afford that education because of uh financial constraints at home so we target those young people and already they have the kind of academic rigor that we want to harness and then we organize them into the crucible and then graduate them this one out um, because we think that this is one way we can start to very strongly send a strong message out there that a smart and culture is superior to the Yahoo culture. All right, because mm. helping these young people not only build skills but also find help quickly. All right, rivals some of the offerings that they get on the street where they approach a HK or also that put them through how to, to scam and all of that and messes them up. All right, and the unfortunate thing for uh, for us as a society, yes, we have a role modeling problem. All right, uh, most of the role models either too far fetched, you can reach them there out of reach, and that's the people who do the right things. But all the people who are on the other side have role models for the wrong things on their streets. They know Ishalada just bought a car to his car. They know Mumuni that just finished the house. You know, a chick all day that did this other thing. They can see it's on the street. It's not a story they read in a book. Such immediate impact seem to confuse these young people to think that this is the only pathway to success. All right? So it's important for us to begin to empower smart young kids to who have had similar socioeconomic challenges, but this time on a different path and very quickly support them to succeed so that they can become new role models for their own generation. Because we need to actively combat this. It's not enough to just complain about the meanness of the youth. We need to be able to do something differently to give options to all of those young, vulnerable, impressionable young people who need to make a decision. They're in a T-junction now. Do I go the Yahoo route or do I go the smarter route? All right, this mountain program is emerging, is building and expanding. And we are hoping that more and more organizations will invite the model so that we can have active support of the growing young population that we have. Nigeria is a very young country. 
with over 70 percent under the age of 35. Now, what that tells you is that we have a lot that we can do to shape the future of this country and we've got to be intentional about it so these are the goals that this matter has a setup to achieve uh, this matter house does not rehabilitate yahoo boys that's not what it's designed to do the smarter house targets smart young people who have shown a lot of intellectual promise and will steer them away from the yahoo course by you know what providing them alternative viable options for success because we need to tell the story all right the hard work pays if you beautiful that's why we have all these huge interests but right now we have a, a, a stream of young professionals who are happy to start to adopt the skills because they know the only way to combat a negative culture is to show a lot of support for the positive ones and have more and more young people succeed and tell the stories okay that way other kids numbering the millions can see that you know what there are other pathways that exist because if we do not take role modeling seriously all right all you will see is a psychological uh, effect you know in psychology they call it a modeling excellence and for the, as far as these kids are concerned the only excellent story they see are the ones who are scamming people and you know buying houses and doing these other things and then the effect is incredible both at the individual and national level we need to put a stop to that all right so that in long and short is what is driving this modern house movement and we are very grateful for the attention and the support that is pouring in uh, from our side oh great great thank you very much sir uh, for the answers that, that was really insightful so uh you mentioned the the fact that smart house is picking smart kids i think i like that rhyme <laughs> picking smart kids off the road and streets so that they don't get um enticed by the illegal lifestyle so how do you could you tell us specifically like how you identify and select these participants for the smart and cubicle crucible right and you know what criteria you use to determine their eligibility and so far what could you give us numbers how many teenagers has gone through the, the crucible the house and all of that all right um uh, first of all we select through three channels um you might remember i mentioned that in 2020 we started whatsapp school where we had this pool of young people who were in the program all right so that's one channel because to get into this man and house you've got to be a teenager between 14 to 19 uh and preferably for us you should be someone who just recently finished high school uh because if as long as you're so intense you, you couldn't possibly combine it with your schoolwork. all right so that's why we think of it as a gap year that space between when you finish high school and when you get into high institution all right so you've got to have finished school all right so if you are already in our smartum program from 2020 the one we started you automatically qualify the moment you get out of school number two uh we have this thing we run locally we call it the smart states community all right we have that in Colorado as well and it's uh it runs a, a monday leadership program for a lot of young people school prefects and uh young people in the area and we also let young people who have been through that smart smartest community also join in thirdly we we have um, a veteran process vaccine for those who are not around uh, who want to be a part of the program so they will have to take what we call a pre-smarten assessment 
is online on our website. Uh, we usually open a portal when it's time for us to receive new cohorts. All right, so a couple of questions that we have to ask, many of them are built around critical thinking and problem solving questions. All right, and those who hit 60% uh, in the questioning, we bring them in, okay? Uh, there is a small group of participants that we bring in who uh, have been identified and brought to us by some of our uh, key stakeholders, all right? So we, we make a certain allowance because of the unique cases that they provide. For instance, a smart young person who need a new space to be able to express themselves. We also try to look out for inclusivity. Um, persons who are living with disabilities, uh, who, you know, already have things very tough for them. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of them turning up, but we've created room for that as well. Uh, hopefully, in our next cohort, we can identify probably those with virtually impaired challenges or any other kind of... Uh, uh, physical disability who would like to be a part of this kind of program we are also set up to support individuals like that uh, last year we we had over 60 young people who went through this modern program all right in generally we did this year's generally what we had about 35 of those who also went through this modern program currently the september cohort is ongoing as i speak to you we have over 70 uh, young people who have been in this program, who are currently in the program, who are going to finish off early November. So, um, and in January, we are hoping to expand and take in another 100. Okay. Now, the eight weeks program are really very intense. They are, uh, by the time a young person goes through them, it's almost equivalent to a six year program in a typical secondary school or more. Yeah, because the training is not just building skills. It's the entire 360 degree transformation. We begin from shifting your mindset to uh, getting you to understand the context for which you need to build skill, all the way to building capacity to solve problems on a global level. So even though you started small, we believe the big things can happen from a small place. All right, so this is a mindset. We're trying to knuckle these young people with and knock out all the limiting beliefs that perpetuate poverty in their lives. So they can start to see themselves truly as they are global change agents. So within that context, if you're doing, if you're pursuing cybersecurity, you're not just doing it to work in Yaba. You're doing it probably because you want to work in a Fortune 500 company that has how much skill and capacity you've got to build right from the crucible. They've got to start to have that kind of mindset going forward. So whatever skills that they pick up, the goal is to prepare them for the global marketplace from day one. All right, and we've had some interesting stories in the past of some of our young people who have been through this program who have landed roles in different parts of the world and uh, those stories continue to inspire the other one yeah now that's that's really good that's really good uh well done to to you and the team so uh my next question would be the fact that uh for teenagers that go through the smart and house and you know the crucible and all of that they get trained in these skills and these um, tech skills and whatever other skills that, that they decide to, whatever track that they decide to follow, they get trained in these skills and at some point they would be out in the world, right? To get jobs, yeah. to, to start doing 
things for themselves and all of that how do you keep track that they don't fall by the wayside again like using that proverb right how do you keep track that they don't still get uh, enticed by the illegal ways of life yeah um like i said before the program is pretty robust on the psychological end as well as the technical end uh so what has been our experience over time has been that most of the young people all virtually all the young people being through our program would not have incidences of somebody going back to crime all right because uh that's what the program is residential it's not something you go and count i mean you stay in the same environment for eight weeks the incredible level of mindset shift that happens is the kind that is difficult to begin to go back to you for more ways that's on one score and the second score we have a, a sustainability structure the, I, as soon as you get out of the um, the crucible and you're inducted into the smanners we immediately uh pair you with a mentor which often a professional now this professional doesn't have to be nigerian okay we've had some professionals who have picked up a couple of smanners kids and they are white Americans being from the UK and all of that. The, the idea is to provide a, a, a large ecosystem where these young people can thrive in. So when a professional adapts a smarter, he oversees the growth for six months up to one year, depending on what we're able to arrange. So within that period of one year, he's under supervision, he's been worked with. I mean, he gets roles, he gets assignments. And job placements and internships become easier with, with that kind of relationship it's easy now for a mentor to try to help these mentee either land an internship role or get a job placement role all right uh, but where the mentee wants to continue to further the education you know they can go on to do that but a, the goal over time will be after a few a few years and so we want to be able to have uh, small small uh, units of the smart and group across our universities where those who have been through this program can still create a safe space for themselves to support each other in the different universities where they may find themselves. Uh, but right now, as soon as we hand them over to professionals, we can to track them via those professionals because this whole program is automated. In fact, we are designing an algorithm that will help us to start to match the mentor with the mentee uh, because we're looking at, at pulling as many as a thousand mentors professionals over the next few years will be working and supporting a lot of these young people um, going forward i mean it's uh, just a year about a year now we are literally pushing 200 in terms of the young people who have put through this program so you can imagine how much this will scale as we continue to expand our structures so um i think in some hands i think uh, it will be sustained over time and, and i think they will once they make that switch mentally and then they start to earn doing the right thing they'll keep on the straight and narrow we believe that's amazing uh let me just ask one question so some people some critics on social media have always argued that you know individuals that are involved in internet scam and all of that are not they lack the intellectual capacity to just you know land a legitimate tech career just have a career path in tech and um, i'm sure that some people from that that are in your pro program might have 
gone through that line or just saying one time what somebody has you know tried to be to try um, you know illegal activities like internet scam and all of that so how do you address this perception i know you say you pick smart people for the program but you know do they have all it takes to learn these tech skills tech skills is not something that is very easy to learn you know do they have the intellectual capacity to just learn them yeah, that's a good question and i think the criticism is in is in order as well i mean if you get this kind of thing you also like to wonder uh, but um to clarify a couple of gray areas number one i have said this is not a rehabilitation program for yahoo as a matter of fact we are diametrically opposed to the yahoo culture our goal is to create an alternative pathway for young people who are impressionable, because as I speak to you, there are hundreds and thousands of young people getting on the stream now who have already made up their minds that they are going to Shasha and there's nothing you can do about it. All right, so we have a debilitating culture, is the truth. And so we don't want to address the reality, it's a mess that we have on our hands and it's bothering us. So what we are now trying to do is identify those who also are from very poor background, but who have demonstrated intellectual capacity. Maybe why they were in school and all of that. And then we identify those guys and then bring them on. Those are, they already have the capacity, the, the uh, academic legal, to be able to go through this. The trouble is that they have no opportunities. No opportunity. The absence of opportunities is the biggest problem of all. All right? Um, I remember mentioning to some folks some time ago that, look, the problem we have in Nigeria, and I said that authoritatively, is, is, is not that we are all corrupt. In fact, it's only like 10 or 20 percent to be, to be, to be generous. 20 or 20 percent of the Nigerians are really corrupt. All the others were corrupted. Because, and the difference is, and you can see, you can test this theory anywhere you find yourself. You go to the ATM machine, we are all going to keep a queue until one or two crazy ones just bust out of nowhere and try to mess up the old thing. If we are all in traffic, we are all likely to stay in line until some crazy folks decide to go one way and the others we ignore for a while. And when they see that, uh, look, oh, it looks like these are the only people making progress and nobody's stopping them. And then others now get corrupted to do this. You can take that as a microscopic um, scenario and spread it, extrapolate it. You know across the entire culture you see the same patterns repeating themselves again and again and again the majority of the people want to do the right thing people always seem compelled to do the wrong thing when they do not find opportunities anywhere else so really you want to stop this we need to be able to provide opportunities and provide these opportunities for kids who are smart all right who are and get them to do well then they can become role models in their local communities all right then they can begin to tell their own story locally to let other people know look i learned this skill you know i'm working with this organization i was mentored by such a person and they are doing pretty well all right it's not like the old boys are making a lot of money okay? and you know that's why they are crossing it why because the thing is not as easy as they thought all right because this thing is really high cerebral this is why we are worried about those really smart ones going into yahoo because Guys, man, if, if a smart kid who knows how to manipulate an algorithm gets into scam culture, 
there is nothing that cannot happen on this earth. All right, and then they would make a bad situation even worse. So we need to start to build those pathways that allow them to see alternative, uh, you know, to success and growth. And we all of us need to commit to supporting this. All right, um, it's okay to be a critic, but it's better to you be able to say, okay, we have seen what works. Can we support it? Can we help scale it? All right, can we bring it to our community? Can I? make my own region work with this model can we find a way to start to glamorize young people like i said before we need to be able to take uh, out billboards across the city and then run faces of young people who are doing extraordinary things why should they be bb ninja uh celebrities before we recognize them why should we wait till wire jam before we know the hair score we should be begin to identify young people who through sheer hard work and courage and doing the right thing because what we celebrate is what becomes culture all right and and that's that's what we are aggressively doing with everything that we've got so i welcome everybody who sees i mean who's criticized this before um their concerns are well noted but this is how we are doing it this is not a rehabilitation zone for yahoo guys many of them are not as smart as we imagine that they are all right this is an alternative lifestyle alternative pattern all right that says this uh, that the Yahoo culture is not ultimate, all right? The Smadan culture is superior to the Yahoo culture. And that is the message we need to drive down the street. We want more and more young people to seek to become smarter than the Yahoo kids, all right? And we hope that we succeed to achieve that uh, mindset shift. And that's what we're working so hard to do. Yeah, that's very great. And, um, you know, a lot of people have compared, you know, and what you do to HK, to what... Yahoo boys do the organization that they, they they form and they get boys to you know learn under them and I, I mean you've I know you face challenges with this they talk about fundings your funding system I don't know how you know like to know how you fund the system and that's just one of the questions the, the other one I want to ask is why do you think that you know Yahoo boys have been able to create this HK system and nurture other boys and tech bros are not really doing it for them you know for tech for aspiring techies that want to you know go into the industry yeah well fantastic question really uh, first of all um we are still working on funding models at, at the moment this whole project is running on the purses of uh a group of friends who care about this work and myself we've put our resources and then we are supporting this going on we are trying to build a more sustainable structure, all right, where we can have a couple of organizations uh, do the CSR budget around some of the things that we're trying to do. And then we can close five-year deals and 10-year deals that can keep this going. So why that is in the pipeline and we're working out these details, all right, this is funded by the sheer goodwill of young Nigerians, uh, people who care about seeing change happen and then, they are, you know, drop in there we just might just to see that this keeps going and that's how we this is running at the moment and everyone is welcome to please throw in there we just might a lot of good things can happen from this now you ask a very very salient question you, you know and i'm gonna try to be brutally honest um, you see many of these young kids grow into yeah all right they seem to have a common denominator in their lives one they are very poor in professional a lot of them not all of them all right uh, number two 
they've never experienced a sense of community before. All right. And some of them grew up in homes that are very hostile. In homes where you are measured against everybody else. All right. A home that demands from you less than they're giving to you. Uh, a place where your folks want you to do well, even though they really make no real investment in your life. And then you continue to struggle. Now, the HK becomes a getaway experience for these kids. Number one, they can now find an environment where somebody is happy to pick your beard and say, oh boy, you stay with us for six months. You learn this thing. All right? And even though there is an unspoken agreement that says, when you start to learn this, a percentage of everything coming to you while you are here with us comes straight to me. Some sort of business uh, mentoring. Um, process, you know, apprenticeship, if you like, or uh, some people call it internship, <laughs> crime internship, <laughs> and then you stay there. And all those key uh, things have been provided you, all right? First, suddenly you become someone. You have friends who look up to you, who call you by nicknames, they hail you, they make you feel good about yourself. And for the first time in your life, you are handling your first $2,000. Do you? Do you know the exhilarating feeling that comes when you touch your first one millionaire? I mean, literally from zero. You literally tear down the glass ceiling. You understand what I'm trying to say? You begin to feel as though, wait a minute. If I can do $2,000, why can't I push harder and hit $20,000? Two million dollars and all of that. So suddenly you begin to nurture a false hope built around this. And guess what? That hope is constantly, continually reinforced by the, allow me to use the religious term, testimonies of all of the other folks who show up in the same hit case. And so, oh boy, uh, more keys. Oh God, I just learned that GLK or my last son, that's in the app. These are that one that's where the house I buy for Island. And then you're hearing stories. Nothing is as compelling as proof. Nothing. I mean, somebody showing you proof that this works, even though we have to scam people, but look at the proof now. Only fools that proof. All right? And then what else do you want to know? And then somebody's now telling you, oh boy, go on this journey narrow, do the right thing, don't scam other people. Uh, brother, you've got to give them a viable alternative because all the other younger ones that they have now know that my brother that is doing Yahoo is one paying house rent. The one that is that that uh, that came out with first class still cannot face a class and the other one that this other one don't get S class. and you know that kind of thing they can't see it and then they will tell you that school is um they will tell you right there that the thing that is working boy uh uh you get i'm trying to say and then when they give you all of that stuff what how so and then unfortunately if you just oppose it with that tech bros that tech bros still just want to survive these are the guys who are up against a very tough working environment in Nigeria. They put up a business and the government will not even let them be. Are, are you there trying to say? Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, how, how? How do you want these tech girls to want to give back to the community or to society that seem all out for their juggler? All right? Somebody starts a small business, is double taxed at the moment. Somebody is trying to apply for a small... For you see, people are doing the right thing are the ones who are raising the standards for. I mean, the guy is trying to say, I'm trying to source fund to provide this application that can solve this problem. And then we just raise the bar, make life absolutely difficult. 
and then when they make it and then you're asking them to give back what's the incentive to give back you understand a, a, a whole lot of them feel the pain of the street because they've been there and it is only on the the the, the, the strength of that um, nostalgic sentiment that they are able to give back to anything else they don't feel any need to do nothing for nobody so you understand what i'm trying to say would you blame that all right the guys who do here who are not taxed all right they even have a very a robust structure where they sort out everybody else all right from sas to uh officer to this one to chairman to whoever so as the funds are coming there so if, if you arrest any of those one boys in the hk he just called their chairman their chairman has a number of calls that he will make and if guys are out of the prison it's an it's a system that's safe to thrive all right a tech bro can be in police there for quite a while and then we'll just make his life difficult. Nigeria needs to wake up and realize that it is time we start fighting poverty and not poor people. Government have a social contract with its people. And the social contract is not built around survival because that's what we're doing. It has to be built around impact, around mandates. If a nation says at 2050 we want to become the uh, regional financial hub around Africa or even Africa and Asia, and then we are building our people and our technology and our systems to be able to position that, we'll be supporting everybody that can help build that dream. But we don't have that as a nation. There's nothing to pursue, really. Everybody is in their own private kingdom. We're all in silos. You do your stuff, I do my stuff, I will get out. That is why to pull people together and say, hey, guys, can we support these other younger people? Who asked you who supported me when I needed it? Are you going to blame them for having this kind of sentiments? No, you would not. Because we are in a very different. Some of us, we know the kind of sacrifices we have to make just to make this work. Most people can't. But some people will think we're stupid trying to do what we are doing. You understand? These boys are going to turn against you in the future, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. <laughs> you get it. But, you know, the kind of system that we have built it said that the children who come into our program do you understand what i'm saying yeah. um hi hello so the, the the kind of system we are building guys the guys who come into the spartan house dear lord they they experiencing the level of family they never thought possible now when they eat together and they have we have woke up village square people talk about the stories of the life where they've been through suddenly people are understanding their stories people are connecting with them they feel loved suddenly they feel like they can make a difference all of this element it's not all economic and financial some people just need to feel human they just need to know that they are a part of a system that works that they too can make a difference and that is what we are trying to do with these kids and all the, and, and, and the environment that we have created here in the Smarten House is such that if you come here and you stay here a few weeks, you're going to feel different about yourself. All right, because of, we call it the love offensive. You're coming, you feel loved, you feel liked, people have support you, we find out what the things that you can do. And then we try to make you feel good about the fact that you can make a difference doing that. And then we just don't want to go. We have kids who at the end of the program, they just keep crying. They want to stay back. They, they, they. <laughs> but we need to take in a new set and we can't just keep repeating. That's why we're trying to really expand this. Maybe have a bigger facility where we can let people stay for a little longer, even after the crucible, before they settle down elsewhere. You understand? There's so much good work that can be done. And we are hoping that more organizations will adopt this model because we only just want it. 
so many more of these can spring up all over the place. The resources are there. We just need to have people who have their heart in the right places to help Nigeria work. Hmm. Great, great. Thank you very much. Uh, I know you've touched on it briefly uh, in previous conversations, talking about funding and you know all of that. Like you're looking to raise funds, and you know you're talking about having uh, chapters in universities so that smart and smartans can meet up and all of that uh could you also just elaborate more on some future plans and strategies that you have to scale the smartan house program uh replicate it in other regions are you looking to expand to other states in nigeria or even outside nigeria could you just share those plans with us yeah the immediate plan is to uh first get a much 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 bigger facility where we are able to take in more of this case coming from different places uh at the moment only young people in the southwest have been able to attend this event we've had people from Ibadan, abiyokucha victoria island okoko michael limosh uh they are the ones who are able to you know, come into the program and they're the ones who have identified but we know we have an incredible pool of young people across the country uh who are not able to make it down cost of travel whether flight or road so our goal is to expand this thing and be able to fund these guys to come in from different places all right and also have what we call uh switch homes in every state uh a switch home is typically a property that we have in each state where uh, the smarters in that state can have their meetups there uh we can repeat some of the things that we are doing in the center here in many of the switch homes and people can continue to learn and know that I mean, even if you get posted on NYSE to any place, you just look for the nearest switch home close to you. And as a smart and you can go into the place and then you find family and then you're able to support each other. And we, 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 we believe that um, we, we need to collapse all of the differences between ethnicity, tribes, uh, religion, sexuality, and so on and so forth, and allow people to be able to interact just purely as humans. All right, enjoy each other's company and then, uh, uh, you know, invent the future together. So those are those are the ideas that we're working with. We, we're very strong on the Ubuntu culture because we believe that uh, for everybody to do well, then everybody has to do well. All right, because if you are not doing well, it affects how much I can do as well. Because if you're an engineer and I'm a doctor, I will need a hospital and I can't build my hospital. I need you to build the hospital. And when you get sick, you need me to help you get back you know that kind of thing so we are all connected in very strange ways like like i used to tell them here look guys um you i know you have your blood family your blood relation like you call them but the true identity of blood goes beyond your immediate family if you have an a medical uh, an emergency a medical crisis right now you may be shocked that you may not be a blood match to even the people in your family you might be a blood match to somebody else who seems to you like a total stranger, but it's exactly a blood match. Then what else is blood relation? So all of these ideas that I'm Yoruba, Igbo, I'm straight, I'm fair, I'm this, I'm flat, and all this, lines we throw all over the place just to create division and confusion among ourselves. They're all artificial and they don't help. All right? In the end, they're all connected more ways than we can imagine. And we should be able to express all that all right so these are the these are the things we're 
gender in all of this. And we're surely going to start having those uh, meetups in uh, universities uh, because um, all the other programs we've run previously, we're going to try to incorporate them back into mainstream here with us. And, you know, uh, so that's a medium term plan uh, going forward, have an expanded facility and seek to have our switch homes in at least um, at least one in the six geographical location. As we get better funding, we could spread across uh, West Africa and maybe even start to model something in Rwanda and South Africa as well. Yeah. All right. Great. This has been an insightful conversation. Thank you very much for, for doing this with us. And we know that our listeners and everyone listening would have definitely had one or two things that they are going to take home or take to sleep and all of that just from this conversation because i have some things that i've learned from this conversation and i'm sure you have to agree i think the most important thing is that smart and house don't really rehabilitate you know your old boys mm-hmm. they're exceptionally smart kids you know that uh that that don't have that privilege you know yeah, yeah that, that's been a very very important clarification from yes. you know the old social media conversations and all of that so thank you very much for joining these conversations with us today we appreciate the time you've taken out uh as our culture is we would like you to share your social media handles or that of smarter now so people can connect with you just uh, learn more about exactly get updates from you about smarter now so directly from smarter now yeah, uh, luckily, um, the names are the handles. My name is Jesse Bali. <laughs> that's my handle across all my all the networks. And it's Modern House. That's the handle too. Just no spaces, just one word, and you you can reach us. And that's amazing. All right, that that, that makes sense. Uh, so this is Tech Bytes brought to you by Tech Next. Uh, don't forget this episode is sponsored by Sinoa App. So you should go to your app store or play store and get the app right now so you can start using dollars for your day-to-day transaction uh tech next is on every social media platform at technext.ng so you can follow us to get updates about tech news analysis reviews we also have an event coming up it's called the tech next coin friends it's happening on october 2nd and if you've not registered for that i don't know what you're doing you should be registered already so you could go to events the technext24.com slash coin friends and get registered uh you can also listen to you can also listen to tech bytes on every social media uh streaming platform right yeah. you have google podcast apple podcast spotify youtube Facebook, Amazon Podcast, where whichever streaming platform you use, you would find Tech Bytes there, and you have several episodes to listen to, so you should get started now. Uh, until we come to your ears and eyes soon, uh, take care and enjoy.